0: Out of the past, phantoms of a world gone by speak again the immortal tale, Mad Moncton. Lace waits for one of Moncton's race. When that one forlorn shall lie, Graveless, under open sky, That shall be a certain sign Of the end of Moncton's line. From mortal ken, from light of day, Moncton's race shall pass
1: away. Ada. This is the end, absolutely the end. Nine o'clock and not a word from him. Oh, Mother, stop fretting. Alfred will come, I know he will. But when, when? The engagement dinner was at seven, if you'll remember. But what difference does it make? Ada Elmsley, I do believe you're still in love with Alfred Monkton. Of course I am. After all the terrible humiliation he's put us to, how could you be? How could any self-respecting woman? And to think you broke off your engagement with William Seeley, the nicest boy in the whole county... Oh, what gossip the servants will make. Mother, please. In two minutes, it'll be all over the village. Alfred Moncton didn't arrive, not even a word of apology. I can hear them now. Oh, the humiliation. Mother, please sit down and be quiet. I will not be quiet. I tell you, Ada, I tell you, I'm glad, really glad. I hope you'll never see him again. Mother, how could you say such a thing? Because it's true. You know as well as I do, there's something very strange going on in Winkert Abbey. Something nobody understands. You've been listening to village gossip again. I've been using my own good eyes and ears. Do you know why Alfred Monkton keeps himself cooped up in that ancient abbey day after day after day, never receiving anybody, making a hermit of himself? You exaggerate. He's a scholar. He studies most of the time. That's the lamest explanation I ever heard. How you could ever be in love with such an eccentric man is beyond me. And to have him deliberately... Oh, I don't care if he has a million pounds a year. I'll not allow you to marry him. Oh, we've gone over this so many times. If I don't marry him, it'll only be because Alfred doesn't want me himself. Ada, look. A carriage on the drive. Well, it's about time. Is it Mr. Monkton? I don't know. Ada, don't see him. Send him away. Alfred, look, he's coming in. Alfred, Ada, come back. For my sake, don't see him. Alfred, you did come. Oh, I knew you would.
2: Forgive me, Ada. Something has happened. I can't tell you what. I've got to go away.
1: Oh, Alfred, no. It may be that
2: I'll come back. But I can't have you waiting for me, Ada.
1: You mean our engagement's broken? Yes. But but why? Why, Alfred?
2: I can't tell you now.
1: But when will you return?
2: I don't know. It may be a long time. Forgive me, Ada. Forget me.
1: Oh no, how could I? How could I do that? Alfred, I'll wait. Time doesn't matter. I'll wait for you. I do love you, Ed, I
2: do. Somehow I'll come back again, I promise. Living or dead, somehow I'll come back to you. Well, William Seeley. Imagine seeing you here in Naples of all places. And after so long, too. Has it been so long, John? Not many years. Five, I think, since Eton. Oh, it seems long. What have you been doing with yourself? Last I heard, you and Ada Elmsley were engaged. What happened? Oh, I'm afraid we just broke it off, and I've been wandering over Europe, one place to another. Oh, don't tell me you're suffering from a broken heart, I believe, is what they call it. Oh, no. Just wanderlust, I think. At least that's what brought me here to the garden of the Villa Real. And a lucky thing, too. Let's drink a toast, shall we? Uh, I say... Oh, something the matter? Huh? No, no, not really. It's just that, uh, that fellow over there staring at me as if I were his long-lost brother. It's, it's rather unnerving. Well, oh, I say, do you know him? No, I I don't think so. Do you? Well, only by reputation. He's a character around these parts. Really? What's his name? Moncton, I think. Alfred Moncton. What? Oh, I say, well, you do know him? Well, only slightly. I, I haven't seen him since I was very young. We lived in the same county. Of course, I remember now. Moncton has Winked Abbey, I believe. Yes, and Also, Ada Emsley. Oh, I say. Oh, you mean they're married? No, just engaged. I wonder what he's doing here. I have the slightest notion. Well, look there. He's written a note. He's given it to the waiter. Yes. Yes, I noticed. Oh, and the waiter's coming to our table. Uh, Mr. William Seeley? Hey, yes. The gentleman just leaving, the one over there, asked me to give you this. Oh, thank you. You're welcome, sir. Oh, I wonder what Monkton wants with you. Well, we'll soon see. Here, let's read it. You are the William Seely from Wilkinshire County, England. Will you do me the honor of calling at my flat this evening just before midnight? My need of a friend and confidant is urgent, and I shall be ever grateful for your compliance. My address is below. Alfred Monkton. Oh. That man gives me the creeps. Are you going? Yes. I think I will. He's tormented with some terrible fear. You can see that on his face. Maybe I can help him for Ada's sake. Still, I... I wonder what it could be. You are the William Seeley from Wilkinshire. I knew it. Come in, come in. I had no idea you had left England, Moncton, three months ago. Well, thank you a million times for coming tonight. What's the matter? Are you ill? No, no, no. Please, please sit down. We'll have some wine. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I forget. I have no wine here. Uh, wait, uh, wait a moment. Do you mind sitting in a strong light? Why, no, not at all. It's easier for me to talk in a strong light. Yeah, the reading lamp, some candles. My, my hand's shaking. Would you like them of for me? Of course. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, thank you. How's that? It's much better. Light makes me calmer. Seely, can I trust you? I, I, I want to tell you why I'm here and what I'm looking for. It's hard to believe, but I'd like to hear you say that you'll tell nobody the secret. Well, of course I promise, Moncton. Thank you. I can trust you. I know I can. Seely, you were engaged to Ada Elmsley once. Yes, but she broke it off soon after she met you, old man. Yes, I know. She told me I'm sorry, Celie. But we love each other very much. Though I can never marry her. Never. But why? Come, I'll show you. Here in this room. What is it? There's, there's nothing here. Wait till your eyes grow accustomed to the darkness. Come here a moment. An empty coffin. I take it with me wherever I go. Every moment of my life is built around this casket, Sealy, because I'm searching for the body of a dead man. Whose body? Stephen Monkton, my uncle. The coffin's for him. Come, let's go back to the life. Uh, sit down. Sit down. And I'll tell you all about it. Are you sure you want to? More than anything in the world. I can't live with this thing much longer. I'm a haunted man, haunted by fears and a curse. Listen, one evening last February, I was standing alone in one of the deserted rooms of the Western Turret at Wynkert Abbey, looking at the sunset. Suddenly, I felt a sensation stealing over me. I could feel my very soul creeping out of my body, and yet I wasn't unconscious. For a long time, I stood there by the window, and then I began to see the form take shape. It seemed to creep from the shadows, advancing slowly, faintly luminous, but it stood beside me. What was it? The apparition of Stephen Monkton, his ghost. That was how I knew he was dead. Did you have a strong regard for him? Oh, not at all. I should have been ashamed to feel any at all, He disgraced us wherever he went. Oh. Did you see him frequently? Only three times in my whole life. <laughs> then why are you so concerned? You'll know in a moment. From an article in a French newspaper, I found out how he died. My uncle fought a fatal duel with the Count Saint-Lau, somewhere outside the Neapolitan State's. The place of the jewel was kept secret. Only the seconds knew where it was fought. Now ah, they too are dead. But this I know. Wherever it was, Stephen Monckton was left unburied on the ground where he fell. I must find the place where he lies, Celia. I must, I must. I don't understand, Monckton. Why is it so important to you? Oh, forgive me, I'm sorry. I tell the story so badly. Listen... Uh, did you never hear of the curious old prophecy about our family that's still preserved among the traditions of Wincott Abbey? Yes, I believe I did, but well, it's a long time ago. Well, it's been passed along from a remote time, and I myself found the verses of the prophecy. That's why I secluded myself, looking for it. Where did you find it? On the blank leaf of an Abbey manuscript. The verses say, When in Wincott vault a place waits for one of Moncton's race, When that one forlorn shall lie graveless under open sky... That shall be a certain sign of the end of Moncton's line. From mortal ken, from light of day, Moncton's race shall pass away. You see the terrible thing it says? What does it say exactly? It says that the last of the Monctons will die when one of us lies unburied. I am the last Moncton. And every member of the family lies in the vault of Wynkert Abbey, except one. The prophecy dooms me to death, even if I find him. Now you know the story and why I can never marry Ada. But I love her with all my heart. And I shall go back to her someday, dead or alive. Are you afraid of dying because of this superstition? No, not of dying, Celia. I'm afraid of living. Of being tormented if I do live. If I set out tomorrow to look for my uncle's body, where do I go first? Where? Oh, Celie, what am I to do? You know how to help me. This misery has made me unable to help myself. I'll help you, Moncton, whatever way I can. It seems to me... Yes. Well, it seems to me logical to suppose that the jewel was fought somewhere near the Neapolitan frontier. Huh? So, if I were looking for the place, I'd, I'd follow the frontier to the Lonely Mountains, asking every native if he had seen two carriages in the road last February. Surely then you'd, you'd come across some clue. You're right, Celia. It's an inspiration. Come with me. Please come with me and help me find the dead man. Will you, Seeley? All right, Moncton. I'll help you. But tell me one thing. Why did you say you're afraid of living, of of being tormented if you do? Because I'm never alone, except when there's strong light in my eyes. What do you mean? I mean his ghost standing beside you now, a death glare in his black eyes. For ever since the day he was murdered, waking or sleeping, day and night, Stephen Moncton's ghost is with me wherever I go, screaming for me to bury the unburied dead.
0: Bury the unburied dead, Alfred Mountain. Bury the unburied dead.
2: Madam Moncton, you look tired. Oh, it's nothing. The search just seems so hopeless. Will we ever find him? Will we ever find? Him? Oh, you must have patience. It's only been a week, and the frontier hills aren't far from here. How's the coffin riding? The canvas covers it well. He's still with us, always with us. The ghost, you mean? Yes. Just yonder by the roadside, suspended, moving ahead, waiting for his burial. I tell you, Celia, I'd rather die a million times than be companioned by a bleeding ghost. Look. There's an old woman on the road. She might know something. Oh, yes. Stop the wagon. Well, oh, there. Excuse me, Senora. Do you live here on the frontier?
1: Si. Si, Senor.
2: Do you remember about three months ago seeing two carriages take this road?
1: No, Senor.
2: Then perhaps you heard talk of a duel that was fought near here by two men named Moncton and the Count Saint-Lô.
1: No, Senor. But wait. Now, I remember during February. Two richly adorned carriages did pass my house late in the afternoon. Which way did they go? They were headed for the hills and very fast.
2: Thank you so much. Seely. What luck. Let's go. Quickly. Moncton, calm yourself. All day you've been tense and I know you're feverish. I'm all right, I tell you. If we hurry, we can make the hills by sundown. Let me have the reins. Get up there. Get up. Moncton. Don't drive too so fast, you'll kill the horses. Look, we're in the foothills. Surely this is the place. This must be the place. Yes, I know, but it's growing dark and the road stretches. Hold on there, Mountain. Look, what's that on the road? The man with the lantern. He's motioning for us to stop. Whoa! Whoa! Signori, you take this road that your own risk. Who are you? A sentinel from the village of San Bastia. And what's the matter with the road? A cave in? Oh, nothing so simple, Signori. The road will an ancient monastery fallen into ruins. It is my duty to warn you that the road surrounding it is haunted. Haunted by what? By which that scream in the night. The people here will not go near the wood. So frightened are they. Sealy, we found the place. We found it. But we must go on, senor. We're not afraid. Thank you for warning us. You go at your own risk, then. And the guard will protect you. Get up there! Look, Monkton, there in the moonlight, the ruins of the monster. Yes. Oh, there. Oh, this is the place, Seedy. I know it is. Jump Hold down. down. Let's right. search it quickly. Monkton, listen to that. You hear him too now. Stephen Monkton pleading for me to bury the unburied dead. Where's it coming from? Yonder, on the hill. Come. You see his ghost? He wavers in the moonlight. Beckons from the doorway of the monastery. Seely, we've found the place at last. At last. Come on. Here. Here's the door, Monklin. Yes. Here. Help me push it in. Come on. Come on. Come on, I lead the way. Look. The roof has fallen in. Monklin, wait. Look yonder. A slab of stone in the moonlight, looking up to the sky. The body of Stephen Monkton. Say, he looks alive. His shirt is wet with blood. So he would remain forever, left here, uncovered to the sky. When we place him in the vault at Wincott Abbey, his body will crumble, and he'll be dust again. Come, it's a long way to England. Let us fetch the coffin. <laughs> There's the ship, Seely. There's the flora. Yes, and that looks like our captain. Captain King? Hello there. May we see you a moment, sir? Surely you can. Always glad to oblige a fellow Englishman. Remember, Seely, price is no object. You talk to him. All right. Well, what can I do for you, my lads? They uh, told us at the consul's office that your ship, the flora, is sailing for England. Right you are. On the way home again. Well, uh, we're rather anxious to get to England ourselves, Captain. Will you take us? We'll... Pay whatever you ask. Well, now, can always use a few extra shekels. But I say, uh, what's in that box on your wagon? It's, uh, it's an antique statue, a treasure of art, Captain. We're taking it back with us. Oh, well, now, I think we can arrange passage all right. How about 50 pounds for the lot of you? Yes, I think that's agreeable. Fine breeze in the sails tonight, Captain. Right you are, Mr. Seely. She's blowing straight for England, and quick too. Uh, Mr. Monkton coming up for a breath of air. (laughs) I'm afraid he's not the world's best sailor, Captain. He's staying close in the cabin. Great Scott, what's that? Sounds like the very devil a-wailing in the night. Yes, yes, so it does. Excuse me, Captain, I, I think I'll go below. Jonesy! Hear that whale like a blooming banshee? I sir. Find
0: out
2: where it came from. Moncton, your ghost is haunting the ship. I know, Seely. I heard him, too. But what can we do? We'll find out there's a dead man in the casket. Those sailors are dangerously superstitious. But what can I do? He screams to be buried in Wilkhead Abbey, Sealy, and he'll haunt me till I lay his body there. Oh, but I never, never thought this way. Mr. Moncton. Open the door. See, that's the captain. Come in, Captain. Uh, There's something wrong among the men. They're silent and afraid. One of the Maltese boys is saying there's a dead body in that packing case there. Is he right? No, Captain. It's only a harmless marble statue. Well, I wish one of you'd contradict the boy, then. The men are a parcel of fools who believe in ghosts. There might be trouble if this keeps up. We'll speak to the men, Captain. Fine. But do it soon. There's another hour, will see you through Gibraltar Strait and in the open sea. Good night. Good night, Good night sir. Seely, did you hear that? The open sea, then England. But the crew, the captain's right. No, 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 wait. Believe me, it's best to wait. Look, the sun's coming up and the ghost will be silent until nightfall. Then we'll be in sight of England and it'll be done, Sealy. It'll be done. farther to England. Port's just over the horizon, Mr. Seely. Now, oh, but take a look at that black
0: cloud. I'm not liking it. You men, go it off there. Take in that, sir. But what is it, a squaw? Uh, the likes of which you'll never see again, I'll wager. Blast those seamen. I uh, tempers are up because Mr. Moncton's stubborn silence. Get a move on you there, you men. Better get below, Mr. Seeley. We're beginning to roll.
2: Seeley, what is it? The ship's in danger. I know it is. I've come to fetch you, Moncton. They're cutting away the foremast. The ship sprung a leak. Oh, no. I can't leave him here. Oh, what difference does the body make now? The men are already taking to the boats. Come on. No, no, I can't go. I can't. I'd be haunted the rest of my life. I'd rather die, Celia. I'd rather die. Monkton, what are you doing? There's no time. Look, we can take him out into one of the boats. I must get into England. I must. No, no, Monkton. No, the man was killed at must. Monkton, the ship broke too. Come quickly, save me. your own. Seeley. mine is gone when this coffin sinks in the sea. I've got to stay. I've got to take it back to Wincott Abbey. You go before it's too late. Celia, go. <laughs>
0: From the bottom of the sea, Alfred Moncton, walk to the land of England, and bury the unburied dead. Walk with the brine of the sea in your eyes, and the body of an unburied Moncton in your arms. Walk to the vault at Wind Abbey, where peace is and death. Bury the unburied dead, Alfred Moncton, at wind Abbey, at Wind Abbey, And give my ghost eternal peace. Bury the unburied mountain dead.
2: To open the door. It's William Seeley.
1: William, what's the matter?
2: Come with me quickly. Alfred Mockham's returned to England. You can help him if you only come quickly.
1: Alfred! Oh, what's happened, William? It's nearly dawn. Where is Alfred?
2: We were shipwrecked tonight in the Channel. A merchant ship picked up most of the crew, but Alfred was left aboard. Oh. I thought he had drowned, but somehow, in some incredible way, he got ashore. But
1: where is he now?
2: On his way to Wincott Abbey. Oh, please, come quickly. We can meet him there. I have a carriage
1: waiting. Wait, I'll get a wrap. Oh, William, I knew Alfred would come back someday. I knew he would.
2: Come. He's not on the road. We'll wait for him at the Abbey Vault.
1: Why at the vault?
2: Because he was carrying the corpse of Stephen Monkton in his arms. Come now.
1: William, look. The vault door's wide open. He's there. Alfred's there. Alfred! Ada, Ada, wait. Alfred, where are you? Ada, wait a minute. Don't look in there. But why if he's here? Come.
2: We'll go in together then. Look. Wet
1: footprints on the floor. Alfred! Alfred, where are you? Oh. William, look. Two coffins pulled from their narrow places, the lids open. What's it mean?
2: He said he'd come back. Look. The letters on this one say Stephen Monkton, below the family crest.
1: What's that inside it?
2: What's left of the corpse? A pile of sea-soaked clothed and bones.
1: Oh, how terrible. Ada, please come away. No, no, the other one. Don't look at it. But either. I must. Oh, Alfred. Alfred.
2: You can't help him now, Ada. I didn't know I... I thought he was alive, but he was drowned in the channel. Now their ghosts will not walk the earth, screaming for a place of burial. He had to come back to winter Even death could not suffer.
1: Oh, Alfred, why? But why?
2: Come away and I'll tell you. Now the last of the mountains is tormented no longer. He rests in peace. Come, here. Look. The sun is coming up.
0: From the time-worn pages of the past, we have brought you the story Mad Monkton. Bellkeeper, pull the bell.